happy happy new year's god bless everyone welcome my sisters and brothers in christ it is a joy and an honor to welcome you to the christ family in the name of jesus and i just want to tell you guys i love and miss you so much i know me not being up here as often has caused me to miss you so much because when i come i know i'm coming in a room full of sisters and brothers that the Lord has ordained for us to come together through him, in him, to worship, uplift, and praise, and pour out to him, because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. I just thank God for you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I really am grateful to the Lord that has been getting you through all the things of last year and allowed you to just come into the new year. We lost a lot of people on the way so many things that has been happening, things are still happening, but we're believing God for something greater in this year. And I just thank God for your families, your loved ones, and everyone who's been very close and dear to your heart that you cherish. I lift them up in the name of Jesus today. And I thank God for being your greatest comforter. He is our comforter. He is our foundation. He is our rock. And I just love him so much. And I honor him today. And I just thank the Lord in the name of Jesus. And for those who are listening for the very first time, welcome my new blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank God for your hearts and souls today. God bless your families and anyone who is special and close and dear to you. I welcome you and I appreciate you. And I know God is smiling and he's a blessing you just with the word today he's going to bless you my voice is in and out but i know god is able i know you'll be able to receive what god has for you and how do i welcome anyone that's new to the christ family to make you feel the love and the anointing of god's love upon your life and my life together i virtually wrap my arms around myself Mm, mm. And that is me giving you the biggest and deepest hug virtually in the spirit of the Lord. God bless you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I just thank all of you guys for having a sound mind to the things that God is talking to you about that led you here to the waterfront altar spiritual podcast that the Lord has ordained. God bless you. I am your sister, Heavenly. It is January the 1st, Happy New Year's, again and again and again, and it is 12, 16 p.m. in the afternoon, and I just thank God for everyone who got the opportunity to be blessed, to bring in New Year's, and here today to rejoice in the Lord, to see what God is talking about in the beginning of the new year, amen. To God be the glory. We're going to open up with prayer. But I just love everyone here. And I just thank God for all of you. And I'm excited. So bear with me. My voice is in and out. But I'm going to just make sure that I'm going to do my best to speak up. To speak clearly and speak what you can hear me. In the name of Jesus. I'm pressing my way on. What a beautiful start of the year. I was in church service yesterday. Please Lift and pray for my pastor, Bishop Marshall L. Graham, because he's under the weather. He's just not feeling well. So he wasn't able to be at the watch over service last night. But First Lady Sandra Graham represented the body of Christ. She delivered the word of God. Remembering what the word says, she said, remember to 
Um, have faith in the Lord and trust God in spite of what you're dealing with, in spite of what we're talking about around the world. I received that coming into the new year, and that was a blessing of a seed. If you want to go ahead, it's on YouTube. When I have more information to bring back and tell you, you could just go. Matter of fact, I got it right now. You could just go to the Greater New Hope Baptist Ministries, and you shall find um, it on YouTube. That is basically the information you need. And it will bless you. And we were just in the midst of being so happy. The praises were strong. The praises was up to the Lord. And we were just praising God in the last day of last year. Now we in the new year. So we looking for greater days. Amen. You know, that was one of the songs that was played. And we also had our lovely Pastor Hanny come and represent the body of Christ as she always do. And I just love each and one of my family members of the Greater New, ba- the Greater New Baptist Her Ministries. And I just thank God for the ones that was present and the one that wasn't present. To God be the glory. And I thank God for everyone Right here, right now, in the name of Jesus. So, that is JJ, of course, in the background. He had to put his little praise in. So, let's get started with prayer. Heavenly Lord, we come together as a whole, as a family, representing your body, God. Here to receive your word together as a family. Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus for every prayer, every worship right now. Oh God, that's coming from the heart of your people, God. Bless everyone that is here today, God. Presently and those who will be coming in the name of Jesus, God. Touch their families, touch their loved ones, oh God. For some people are still going through grief. Some people are still going through the battlefield like never before, oh God. I ask that you step in right now, God. Lay your hand on each and every heart and soul. Oh God, we all need your touch. Oh God, we thank you for the word that we are going to receive in today, the lesson you have for us in today, oh God. Lord, we're here to give you glory. We're here to give you honor and praise. We're here for many of things, God, for you know the things that we are in need of, God. As we are starting off this blessed new year today, God. Lord, Father God, we're here to give you the first fruit. We thank you for blessing us, oh God, to be able to give you our first fruit. God, whatever that first fruit is in finances, oh God, whatever that first fruit is in our life, God, whatever that first fruit that needs to be at the altar, God, we're giving it all right here, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. And I thank you for the welcoming of the new sisters and brothers, oh God, in the name of Jesus in the body of Christ that has been Coming up in here today, God. Oh, God, I ask that you fill them up like never before the way you need them to be filled up, God. And for the sisters and brothers who's been listening, oh, God, who's been coming in, oh, God, who's been tuning in, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, with all the lessons you have been representing so far, God. Oh, God, continue to bless them, continue to change in them, God. Greater things for your kingdom impact, oh, God. Let us continue as we go on through this year, God. Let us, oh, God, go into this season of giving. Let us go into the season of love and 
hearing and kindness, oh God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Let us not come in as we were leaving out the old year, God, but realizing you blessed us in this new year, God, to do new things, to do greater things, God, to rely more on you, oh God, to focus more on what you are talking about, oh God. Let our minds be clear right now, God, that we can be able to receive you, mind, heart, body, and soul today. God, you are a healer. You are a comforter. Oh, God, you are a miracle worker. Lord, we release all supplications to you, God, in the name of Jesus. We rejoice in your holy name, in the name and blood of Jesus. We pray this prayer together in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, what a powerful praise that was in Christ. I thank God for the prayer that went up. And I thank God for releasing the words in my heart. He knows when I come, I come to represent him. And he lets me just know that everything that I'm doing in him is coming from him. He lets us know when we represent him because he allow us to do it in his way. He allow us to be us in him. And when you being you in the body of Christ, he knows you're going to get ecstatic for him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So today, my sisters and brothers in Christ, I just want to take this time out to just, um, you know, tell you guys that I've Never stop praying for you. And I just want you to know that you are not forgotten about and no means to God. It's not about me remembering you. It's not about me forgetting you. But just reminding you that when people are not around one another, sometimes people think when you're going too long or they think that, you know, you just stop caring because you're not doing the same things or you're not continues doing with some maybe something God has called you to do and you just stop well I'm here to tell you that that does not mean that you stop loving God we don't know what people are dealing with day to day we don't know the situations just remember that God never stopped loving you because we stop on God but God never stops on us so I just wanted to share that with you to give you some hope some inspiration. So if it seemed like you've been a part of something and it seemed like a ministry just got stuck and it just got, you know, it just stopped. And, you know, I want you to know God does not stop. And I don't want you to lose hope because you have putting your heart into something, you feel like you was getting something, and it just seemed like it was disappearing on you. But God says, no, I'll never disappear on you. So I wanted to encourage all my sisters and brothers, including me, that God does not stop because certain things stop in our life. But God is always watching over us. God loves us, and he's always working things out on our behalf. In the name of Jesus, we just got to learn now to trust him even more. To ask him for the things that we need. We got to learn to turn to him first. And not to people. A lot of time what it is. Is that God will step aside. When God can't get your attention. He's not going to force you to do anything. So what happens is. Sometimes people get low in their spirit. And they just seem like. You know giving up. But God said no. Keep standing. Keep trusting in me. And you'll be more than okay. So just remember when you follow 
the path of righteousness. You are on the best and right path in the name of Jesus. So don't forget that, my sisters and brothers in Christ. You guys are amazing. You guys are gifted, talented. God said you wonderfully and specially made. And that means you are beautiful. God did not make any junk. So you got to believe it yourself. To be able to believe it, you got to be able to feel it. In order to feel it, you got to be able to know that you know that you know who God is for yourself. Make sure you get a place of life. Now is today. Start knowing God more and more for you. So that way you can have your own identification in Him. You know the word. Get into your word, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And for those who don't have a Bible... Just leave me your inbox and there's comments now. I see they done upgraded the um, podcast where they didn't have it before. Now you can ask questions and I can answer them. It's a question and answer box. You can be able to probably see it, you know. So I just thank God for making new ways and new ways for us to be able how to open up more and being able to have a place that we could come and run to. And be able to help us to grow in the many things of him to come. Amen. So I just thank God for that. Today's lesson is, are you ready? Oh, as far as getting the Bible, you can download it on your phones if you have a smartphone. As well, the King James Version. Some of you probably have it. And some of you, you know, you still need a Bible so you can mark your Bible. Sometimes technology does go out. But the good thing is that the word never goes out. And when you have a hardcover Bible, you'll always have the word right there handed. You'll always have the word right there by your side, never leaving you. Technology, if all you got is technology, I feel bad for you, sisters and brothers in Christ. (laughs) You need the hardcover Bible. So please make sure that if you are in need of a Bible, inbox me. Your address and no one's gonna see it but me and I'll be glad to give you a Bible I'll send it to you it'll be a blessing and a joy to go get you a Bible where you could begin to prosper more and more in the Word of God amen because you need the prayer life with the word and you need the word along with the Bible of course because other than that you won't have it right I think my blinds just fell in the living room. I got to go see about it in a minute. But right now, today's lesson is listen, hear, and receive God's word. God wanted us to remember starting off this year to listen, to hear, and receive his word. A lot of us have not been listening to what he's been saying because a lot of us has been losing hope. So a lot of us has been getting discouraged. And a lot of us have stopped believing So the reason why he said, let me remind them to listen to what I'm saying to them. Hear me and not just listen, but receive my word as you listen and hear me together. So he wanted to give us different views of his word so that we will not forget so we can remember. So he's bringing these things to us to remember so we would not forget his word. He, he realizes that we need to be reminded and remember what his words say. And we have been forgetting that. A lot of us been stuck in what's been happening in the world so much. It's been detouring our minds. So God is here to bring our minds back into that place of remembrance. That place that we have started at the cross. 
We took him by his word. Amen. So we just thank God for that. Let me see about these blinds for a minute because I think they might have fell out. Let me check. I'm sorry for the interruption about the blinds. Um, I think they did fall out, but which ones? Oh, I see now which ones fell out directly. I have to go back and tend to them when this lesson is over. So, yes, um, bear with me on my words as well. I'm doing everything I can in my power to be clear on my voice. Yes. So, guys, it's going to take us to different places today, do different um, books that he has for us to go through. Not books that you may have or don't have, but the books that he said in front of me to go through and what pages exactly he wanted me to go through. So I just thank God for the prayer we received as well, the opening prayer. And as we go on, I just want you to open up your mind, let your heart be free. And I'm pretty sure now you're beginning to come into a calm spirit. Yes. Amen. We're going to have an opening Scripture reading coming from Psalm 6. And for those who actually have their Bible with them, you can even read along. Please get out a notebook and a pen so you can write these things down. Because they only give you one hour up on here, as you know. Um, and that's not enough time. That is enough time to take notes. This is like our study hour to go and continue with God. Do the rest of our day. God is the reason why we're here. This is the lessons coming from him and God only alone. These are not my made up lessons. No, ma'am. No, sir. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go into Psalm 6. And you can always come up here until you get your Bible or way of getting into the word. You can always come up here and listen. And God, he does everything to break down he does everything to break things down the best he can for us to understand. But you want more understanding, you have to spend one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord. This is a place where we learn how to come together to build our single relationship with God as well. Amen. So this particular um, chapter of Psalm 6 is talking about how God deliverance is in, in trouble, delivers in trouble. God is able to rescue us, reminding us that no matter what trouble you're in, God can deliver you out of anything, including your troubles. Okay, Psalm 6, verse 1 says, O Lord, rebuke me not in thy anger, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasures. Verse 2, have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me. For my bones are vexed. Verse 3. My soul is also sore vexed. But thou, O Lord, how long? Verse 4. Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake. Verse 5. For in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give thee thanks? Verse 6. I am weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Verse 7. My eye is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all my enemies. Verse 8. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. For the Lord have heard the voice of my weeping. Verse 9. The Lord have heard my supplication. 
the Lord will receive my prayer. In verse 10, let all my enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. Amen. So with that is saying how David reached out to the Lord. He was saying, Lord, please rebuke me, but don't rebuke me, God, in your anger for what I've done. He said, please do not try to chastise me while you're angry. But he was crying out to the Lord and he was saying how God heard his prayer. And we got to believe that when we pray out to God, he hears our prayer. David accepted God's punishment, but he begged God not to punish in anger. So we got to understand when he asked him, he just didn't want God to do it in anger. You know, when your parents are mad at you, you don't want them to make a decision while they ball and hot. You want them to be calmed down from what you did first, get through that. Then they decide, you know, okay, this is going to be our punishment. Often we want God to show mercy to us and justice to everyone else. In God's kindness, he forgives us instead of giving us what we really deserve. So we got to keep that in mind. We often make the mistake of thinking of um, love only in terms of gentleness. But God's love is stronger than any evil we might face. Remember, God's love is stronger. That's why he loves us enough to chastise us. You know, pouring out his heart with tears, David was completely honest with God. And a lot of us are not honest with God. And we need to learn to be honest. And when you are honest and you surrender to God, you get real healing. We can be honest with God even when we are filled with anger and despair. Because he knows us thoroughly and wants the very best for us. Anger and despair often results in rash outward acts of turning inward in depression because we trust in our all-powerful god we don't have to be victims of circumstances or be weighed down by the guilt of sin be honest with god and he will help you turn your attention from yourself to his wonderful presence okay don't forget that so we know david's feeling shifted from fear to confidence to defend ourselves against the lies in the propaganda of our enemies, our best preparation to be saturated with the knowledge of God and filled with his presence, our daily study of his word, our prayers of worship, and our confidence in his presence will keep us strong. Amen. God broke that down so well. So God just wanted us to know that. He just wanted us to remember that. Because sometimes our guilt can eat us whole. And we can start start lying to think that we can get that off of us. But no, the best way to take is honesty in the name of Jesus. So I thank him for the opening scripture. So we're going to get started with the blessed messages that we're going to receive and everything he takes us in today. First, we're going to go through um, four different, one, two, three, four, five. We have five different things that we're going to receive in the message today. Amen. So the first one is surrender and rest. That means when you surrender to God, now you can rest. When you give it all to God, you can finally rest. When you hold stuff in and you keep it bottled in, you cannot rest with that stuff. So here's a scripture coming from Matthew 11 verses 28 to 30 coming from the NIV Bible. 
It says, come to me, all you are, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. God said, come all to you who's burdened. He didn't say only when you burden. He just said, basically, all you is carrying this weight. Come to me right now in my name, in the name of Jesus. I'm going to give you rest from this day on. You done gave me all your supplications. For I am gentle and humble in the heart I understand. And you will find rest in your souls now. Amen. For his yoke is easy and your burden is light. Amen. So God is carried all the burdens that he can he can handle it. We can't. So it says when we are faced with a problem, our first instinct is to grab it and not let it go. We have this belief that if we hold on to it tightly, we have some sense of control. Often that sense is false. It creates anxiety and lets fear flourish. The more we struggle to hold on, the harder the situation becomes. And the more exhausting the fight. The attitude that God wants us to have towards our problems is one of bravery. He asks us to choose, surrender. He asks, wait, he asks us to choose, surrender over having control. A huge part of that brave choice is having faith in him. By surrendering our fears and letting go of worry, we are trusting God. We can relax our grief. Our grip. Life lift our eyes and hands to the sky and breathe. No no problem is too big or too difficult for God to handle. When we trust Him, we can finally rest. And here's a question. Do you trust God in every aspect of your life to surrender even those difficult parts to Him? Now that's not a hard question. That's real. Because sometimes we don't trust him enough. We only give him a little bit what we think we can give or what we should give and we hold the rest back. He sees it. He just wants you to surrender it. He wants you to have that free. We want you to give it to him freely. He don't want to force you to give anything to him. He wants you to give it to him freely and trust him freely. So that's a question for you to ask yourself. You know, do you trust God in every aspect of your life? I don't know your life, but God knows your life. You know your aspect of your life. Do you give it all to God is a key question. I am. I can say I am. I'm trusting him more. Even when things come up, I'm like, Lord, I got to give this to you. This is just too much. It's taking over. Sometimes stuff have allowed stuff to take over so long that it will begin to eat me up. I become afraid. But no longer am I going to feel afraid by life when life turns or anything. Today, my sisters and brothers in Christ, your sister heavenly here, is giving all and everything to Christ day to day, in and out. I have no room to carry no more heavy burdens anymore. It weighed me down. I believe that's why my head went bald in the middle. I'm not playing, y'all. <laughs> Just last year. <laughs> Uh, a lot of my hair is going in the middle. Maybe I was stressed a lot and didn't realize it. Maybe I did carry a lot of too much on me. I believe so and I know so. But you don't have to. The good thing is you don't have to tell people what it is. You just give it to God. And this is what he wants us to remember right here. Listen 
and hear what God is saying. He's saying, give it all to me. You do not have to hold on to this. I will I will carry the burdens of life for you, but do your part. Surrender. Follow me. Trust me. Have faith in me is what God is saying to have in him. Amen. So I thank God for that particular lesson itself as well. So next we have um carry me. That was such a blessing. Okay, so <clears throat> this is God's words to us. It says, mark your calendar. Today I will not get upset. I'm right at your side with more than enough peace to silence your emotional to Sami. Think of yourself as a runner. All of your hard work, practice, and sacrifice is put to the test as you bring your very best to the race of a lifetime. But your opponent gains speed in the final 15 yards and crosses the finish line first. When someone else succeeds at nabbing the trophy you thought was yours, find grace in your heart to appreciate their success. Contention and jealousy are evil cousins who corrupt the minds of good people. Always walk away from jealousy. Tell yourself no one is less worthy than you. Amen. So, no one else is less worthy than you. God don't want you. God is clearly saying. He don't want you to be a part of anything jealous. Remember, contentions and jealousy are cousins. God used good metaphor in this lesson. So, we got to understand that God says walk away from jealousy and anything that falls in that family. He wants you not to be jealous or don't tell or tell yourself no one else is less worthy than you. Tell yourself no one is less worthy than you. Never tell yourself anything that God wouldn't have you to tell yourself. So God says it right here in the word. Never just tell them like no one's less worthy than me. No, people are worthy of you. Because God is, you know, even though we feel like we don't deserve God, but God said you are worthy to me. If we're worthy to God, then we shouldn't feel people are less worthy to us. No. Tell yourself no one is less worthy than you. Amen. So this is us telling God. This is our words now to God. Today, Jesus, I won't get upset. You're right at my side. God is clearly telling you I'm right here at your side. With more than enough peace, he said, to silence your emotional tsunami that has you on this roller coaster. That's have you thinking crazy. God said, I have more than enough peace to silence all that up. To destroy all that, that mixed up emotion that's going on in the inside. So today, Jesus, I won't get upset. You're right at my side with more than enough patience to carry me through. Oh, Lord, silence my emotion to Sami and give me peace. I feel like the runners who strain and sacrifice and at the race of a lifetime. Your opponent takes off like a bullet and crosses the finish line first. Ouch. <laughs> Jesus, when someone else nabs the trophy, I truly thought was mine. 
Give me grace in my heart to appreciate their success. He wants you to be happy for other people, not feel like that's my trophy. They stole it from me. No, if you didn't make it, you almost was there. That means you keep going. You will succeed no matter what. It's every trophy is not going to be yours. You can believe it belongs to you, but it doesn't mean it's going to be for you. Um, I truly thought it was mine. Give me grace in my heart to appreciate their success. Save me from jealousy and self-pity. And save me from self-condemnation. I should have done. Watch my cup, baby. I should have done. Um, save me from jealousy and self-pity. And save me from self-condemnation. I should have done. Or why can I have? Thank you for gracious. Spirit always leading and teaching me. The generous mind and heart of God. I have all I need in you. Thank you for showing me, showing me that loss can simply mean a new beginning. Just because you haven't won that particular race, it doesn't mean that you have lost the race. It just means that you lost that particular time of the race. But the race is a new beginning to something greater. So you got to believe. And coming from Psalms 145, 18... Verse 18 through 19 from the ESV Bible says, The Lord is near to all who call on him. To all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. So you remember, <coughs> God is always near to all who call on him. He's right there. He's always nearby. Everywhere you turn, God is there. So you know when you call on them, when you call on him, he will fulfill the desire of those who respect him. He also hears the cries and he saves you for whatever it is that you need saving from. Don't we praise a good God? Don't we represent a great God? He's an on-time God. He's an awesome God. And I just thank the Lord so much for this blessed lesson, this blessed encouragement. And today that we are all receiving, I thank him for who he is, who he is in my life, who he will become in your life, who he's already in in some's lives. Some don't even know who God is today, but God has the door open for you to get to know him because he led you here, my sisters. He led you here, my brothers. And I just want you to know that God loves you. If he did not love you, he wouldn't have led you here to start in a new beginning with him this is a place that he has built himself for us all to come it is an altar it is the waterfront spiritual altar podcast that the lord has ordained that is what it's called and that is what makes us the family we are because god put us if you don't have a family nowhere else welcome sisters and brothers to your new family god has set up you a family in christ so when your biological family don't want to be a part of your life, it's their loss. It's not your loss. God forgives you for all your sins. So whatever you may have done in the past, whatever burdens or whatever has caused you and your family to be distanced and separated, it might not have been you. It might have been them. It might have been you. I don't know. I was not there at all. But what I do know, God is a forgiving God. If you allow God to open up in your heart and allow God to come in and change your life around, 
you can make peace and you can make it right as long as you are able to do it without conflict. Meaning you can't force nobody to accept your apology. But if you know you didn't do nothing, you can do whatever you can do to make things right on your own behalf. But if you didn't do nothing and your family chooses to not want to be a part of your life, then you have to let them go, love them enough to pray on for them because you're learning a better way now. God will take care of your family and God will work it out in God's time. Don't you let that stress you out, my new sisters and blessed brothers and sisters in Christ around the world that are listening. I love you and I have to encourage you with that because sometimes we allow ourselves to get discouraged by the results of what people say or do to us. And they do not define the outcome of our happiness. No, we pray on for them. So I just thank God for that amazing, powerful scripture. So that was a blessing. This was talking about God says, carry me through. We asking God to carry us through. And God wanted us to realize that he is here. He's making it clear. All we have to do is what? Listen, hear, and receive the Lord. And when we receive the Lord, we will receive his word. We can really apply the word. Let the word finally work in our lives. And we'll see greater and better results than anything. The word is our medicine. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Learn to be content. Coming from Philippians 4 verse 12. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Whether it is with a full stomach or empty. Or empty with plenty or little. Philippians 4 verse 12 coming from the end. The I just give you the abbreviation NLT Bible, okay. But you know you can read it in the King James version. But sometimes they have it coming from different, you know, Bibles because sometimes people understand in certain ways that they represented this book and how they, you know, however what way it fits you. There's so many ways to learn the word now we didn't have before. <laughs> it says, remember that, learn to be content. God wants you. To know today, be content. You don't have to be happy all the time about where you're at in your life. You don't have to be proud of where you're at. But be content of where you're at now. Meaning if you have a car, be content driving your car. Don't be worried about the person next to you and what they got. Be content with what you got, basically, as God said. Make what you got work. Make what you got work. Stop wishing you had what other people had. Be content with what you got. That's all that matters. It says, I like to tell you, um, impenetrable to winny, wimpy seductions like envy or jealousy or self-pity. And I could too, of course, I'd be lying. The truth is, these are powerful and stealthy invaders. Unlike the duck's clucky, waddle-based approach to fight, self-pity can soar into any sykes. <laughs> and once it's hawks-like 
Talents take hold. It can rip your world in half before you shake yourself free. Remember, <coughs> do not be jealous. I have self-pity. Okay, remember those things can interrupt your life. This is kind of being read as a metaphor more. So it's kind of supposed to bring some type of humor, I believe. And it's telling you, God is saying, once you allow jealousy and strife and all those things to take over, they will rip you apart and destroy your life. You don't want that. The Apostle Paul talked about this. He said contentment was something he had to learn. It wasn't automatically. No, we don't automatically just be content. It's a lot of that happening. Oh, I want a house. Susan just bought her first home. I want to buy a home. No, God, that's why God teaches us. That's why he wanted to remind us because he knows as we continue in this year, we're going to be learning and going into different lessons. But he wanted to remind us on how to start in this year because a lot of us got off last year. And he said, let me go and remind my kids what not to do. Let me go remind them what they need to do. He reminded us what not to need to be done. He reminded us what not to do as far as falling in the trap of envy and jealousy and all those things that will destroy us. And he reminded us to listen to what he said, hear what he's saying, and receive what he's doing and saying. Once we listen and hear it, we can receive it. We can't receive it if we not we cannot receive his word if we're not listening to his word. We cannot receive it that way. We can't hear it if we're not listening. How can I hear anything you talk about if I'm not listening to you? That's why he said, listen so you can hear what I'm saying. If I just say, hear me, and you're not listening, what did that mean? Nothing. But if I tell you to listen so you can hear what I'm saying, then you've got to be able to receive what I'm saying to you. Because if you're listening, you can hear what I'm saying. That means you can receive what I got. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. That was, oh, that was good. The Apostle Paul talked about this. He said contentment was something he had to learn. It wasn't automatic. It didn't magically take over. It didn't magically take him over the day. He became a follower of Christ. See, first he had to become a follower of Christ. And even though <coughs> we know being a follower of Christ does not stop anything all the time. But when you really begin to follow Christ, those things begin to really leave you. That's how it will be for us too. Let me get something to drink. It, oh, it was developed one challenge at a time. And that's how it will be for us too. Yes, when you're following Christ, all that does, does not disappear. It just takes time. It just takes time to learn how to really live in the body of Christ. That's why you grow every day by standing the word, by studying the word. By spending time with God is the only way you're going to change. We cannot do this without the word of God. We cannot do this without God. We need God to change us on the inside. For us to be able to represent anything in Christ, we first got to be willing to learn. We got to be willing to grow. We got to be able to listen. We got to be willing to do some things. And a lot of times, people are not willing to do things for change to take place. Amen. Okay, so we thank God for just that. And as our time is starting to wind down, well, I don't have as much time as I would love to have because it's a limited time. I can always go into a second part 
Um, I think that's what's going to be happening when there's a big stretch of a lesson. Instead of it getting narrowed down or not continued, I do believe that God's going to continue on. Just allow me the whole two hours by, okay, when, you know, um, I just believe that's going to be happening because sometimes when there's a great lesson going on, and one hour may not be enough. How many hours God needs me to do it? I'm going to do the hours he tells me to do. So that means if this is going to be part one, if it's a three part, a four part, how many parts it is to one lesson, it will be, you will know about it. I will tell you, hey, my sisters and brothers in Christ, today is going to be a three part lesson on today. And you're going to have to be able to listen to three hours worth of it. And the way God got it set up is that I can do the episodes as many times as I can in a day. So I just have to can't do it as a run on. I got to close it out and come back and open it back up. And it'll be set up where you can see it as the three part lesson of what the topic is and go from there. Amen. So I thank God for teaching us. The things he's teaching us. We're also learning this stuff today. So even in any lesson that we're up here learning, we're learning at the same time. So I thank him for the learning process because everybody up here does not always know these things. So some people, they actually up here that knows what everybody up here do not know. So God does not just teach these lessons for people who only know stuff, but even people that knows these things, God is clearly saying that we need to use and apply them. So some people are already doing this. Some people are learning, learn how to be content. So this is not um, for you to get on the defensive side and say, well, I already know that. I ain't got to hear that. No, because no matter how much we believe we know, it's always something new that we can learn in our lesson. Amen, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank God for that. That was beautiful. So next we have something that God it says, join God. Coming from Luke chapter 9 verse 62 says, But Jesus told him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. And you must go into that that came from the NLT. <laughs> I don't even understand that. I have to go into that myself. Yes. So, yes, I couldn't even explain that to y'all because God had to get that to me. See, some things I don't get at face value. So, that's why I tell you when I don't get it, it's just something for me to go back and talk to God with. And when I get it, and I'll be glad to come and share and tell you, Lord had gave me this understanding about it. But I just thank God for still knowing about it. So I can go back later and look into Luke 9, verse 62, because that's what it came from. It came from the LLT, the NLT Bible. And it says, God is here today. No, I'm sorry, y'all. It says, God is today. He is now. He is here, present with us. His heart is not in the past. And although he knows the future, he's not there waiting for us to arrive. He's here Meaning God is not somewhere far away and waiting for you to get to him. No, he's already here with you. That means you don't have to wait till the time comes. 
to have anything with God. It's not wrong to plan ahead and prepare for the future, but worrying about tomorrow is pointless. Tomorrow will have joy and pain, success and failure, no matter how much you worry. And worry reveals a lack of faith. If you don't believe that God has tomorrow in the palm of his hand and as your very best interest at heart, then you will worry. But if you believe in who he is and what he wants for you, then you will be at peace about the future, confident that he will be perfect because you've surrendered to his will. Amen. Even worse than fearing the future is to regret the past, which only cripples us for tomorrow. Did you know that our Father chooses to forget our past once we turn them over to Him? Did you know that? Well, my sisters and brothers today, He truly forgives and forgets. And though our sins were like scarlet, He makes them white as snow. So now you can be reassured that whatever you've given to God, my sisters and brothers in Christ, He has no longer remembered those things. He has washed your sins away. So if he chooses not to stay mirrored in the mistakes we made, why do we insist on doing it? Why do we keep beating ourselves up for what we can't change? We did it already. We made a mistake. If God accepts our mistakes that we made and forgive us for them, who is us to hold ourselves captive to them? So it's time, you guys, in the beginning, starting a new year, not because it's only a new year, but it's a blessed new day. That God has given us to do greatness and to learn these things now. So we don't have to be bottled up with what we did or we didn't do. It is definitely a new year. So do the things that you can. Forgive yourself for what you cannot change. And move forward in the things that God has for you to move forward in. It's because of our enemy he does his best to remind us of what we did wrong. And if we allow the enemy to keep pressing on our minds, he would do just that. Because our enemy wants us to feel discouraged and unworthy so we don't boldly step into the calling God has for us in the present. The last thing your enemy wants is for you to believe in your identity in Christ. Once you know who you are in the body of Christ, you know that you know. You know that you ain't got to worry about your past. Once you for sure who you are in the body of Christ. But when you're not for sure, you'll be battling, battling, battling. Even people that knows who they are in Christ. We allow ourselves to still go through battle. We need to stop. We need to stop. And share that good news with others. So, if he can keep you mirrored in guilt, you won't move forward in the kingdom. Shut him down and join God in the work he's doing in your life today. It's time to shut that enemy down. So, my sisters and brothers in Christ, you got to remember that, you know, um, the mistakes you have made that keep you from trusting in God's grace, write them down. How has your guilt and shame kept you from participating in God's work? Where is God working around you right now? How can you join him to doing what he's trying to get you to do? Pray that God will show you how guilt is working in your life. Something like this. Dear God, there are mistakes in my past and sometimes they keep me from truly trusting you. 
Please show me how my clinging to the past and not trusting in your grace keeps me from what you have for me. Amen. Ask God to heal you from regret, something like this. Dear God, now that I see what guilt has a hold on me, please heal me from it. Help me to once and for all cast my regret aside and keep me from grabbing it back so I can move forward with you. You unhindered by the past. For moving forward with you unhindered by the past. Amen. Ask God to cheat you from your past. Something like this. Father, even though you don't want me to struggle with guilt, I know you want me to learn. Please show me the lessons you want me to learn from the experiences I've had so I can apply them to the future and help others who might face something similar. Amen. So, my sisters and brothers in Christ, that was the last top off of the lesson that God has for us today. I am not ready to go, but Lord knows that he has fulfilled us with the blessed lesson. He has fulfilled us with life of his word. He has woken us up. He has risen us up. And he is calling us to a greater calling. So we got to be excited. I am very excited. It gave me the perspective that I needed on where I need to go now. I'm no longer holding on to things I've done. I'm no longer going to do the things I used to do. I'm not going to continue to repeat the same thing over and over. I'm not going to jump in places I don't belong. So you don't need a New Year's resolution because a New Year resolution does not mean anything. It just means you decide to announce it again like we do every year. Your New Year's resolution is, is a resolution. Is it going to be resolved within four months, five months? You can't guarantee yourself that that's going to happen. You can believe by trusting in God to know that, Lord, I'm moving forward. And if you step in with God, you will succeed at what you said out loud in your news and resolutions. But I had such a blessed time with my family here in Christ, my sisters and brothers. And <clears throat> I thank God for allowing my voice to operate in such an understanding way. In the name of Jesus, I thank him for covering in the blood. It's just going in and out. So I've just been drinking some hot stuff. You know, um, I don't have a cold. I don't have a sore throat. I feel absolutely great. So I just thank God for allowing me to be my best. And my best is when I'm representing the body of Christ. That's why I feel like I'm, I'm my best in. And I just thank the Lord for allowing me. To be able to spread and share his word of hope, love, encouragement. To help you, my sisters and brothers. To help me in the name of Jesus. So whatever you feel like you want to express. Like I said, they done set up some type of new box. You know, they're always doing new things and creative things. To help you let your voice and to help your voice be heard. Whatever questions you have, I'll be more than happy to answer them. Please feel free because I check in and out and see if there's messages throughout the course of the week. I'm excited when God brings us back with the next lesson. Now that he gave us this reminder, I'm looking forward to what we're going to step in the next lesson. I don't know, but when God gives it to me, I'm going to give it to you, my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. Remember, as we're closing out, we're never closing out from God. I know you all has been very fulfilled today how you came in i know 
that you have you're not leaving out the same everyone has been blessed with the fruit of the lord's word and to all my sisters and brothers i'm so glad that you felt the welcome and the love and the presence of the lord right in this very place as you continue to come and allow god to fulfill a part of your journey this is a big part of your journey because the lord will have not have you to come here but you continue to come in this place that the Lord, in this place right here, and wherever God takes you, if you follow him, you will not fail. God can never fail. Amen. Heavenly Lord, we thank you as we're closing out together as a family. Never forget one another, praying for one another, oh God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for the love of Christ that is in our hearts, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for the love of Christ that grows in us every day. Lord, we thank you for teaching us on this lesson today to remember to listen and hear and receive your word. Father God, we know we listen and hear your word. We can receive it, God, and you are promising. You are your word. We thank you for every comfort, every uplifting today, God. It was well-deserved and needed, God. Lord, continue to teach us your path. Continue to show us, oh God. Continue to direct and lead and guide us, God, in the path of your righteousness, oh Lord. I thank you for my sisters and brothers in Christ that as we came together today, God, we really came strong-minded, God, ready to receive the word and the blessing of today. And Lord, I know you fulfilled us in our spirit Lord, continue to touch, anoint, and heal us in our bodies as our bodies need all of those things from you, God. We ask that you touch our loved ones and everyone who is close and near and dear to us continuously, oh God. We're continuously praying out and crying out, oh God, for your peoples in the name of Jesus. I thank you for continuously keeping us wrapped up in the blood of Jesus. We love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank and honor you and glorify your holy name. Continue to be with us and strengthen us, O God, as well. Continue to keep us in our right state of mind. Continue to keep us wrapped up in your holy blood, God. Continue to touch every ministry around the world. In Jesus' name, we continuously pray out. However you give us this day, O God, let us learn and continue to be content with what we have. In Jesus' merciful name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, to God be the glory. Well, my sisters and brothers in Christ, I don't even remember if I did introduce myself to our newcomers. I wanted to take the time to do so before it cuts me off. I just wanted to say I am your sister heavenly. I wasn't sure if I mentioned my name. I was just saying happy New Year's. And I can't remember that. I just remember stepping into God's lesson. Well, I want to say again. To all newcomers and to all my sisters and brothers in Christ as well that's been coming. Happy, blessed New Year's. And for my newcomers, I am your sister heavenly, your sister in Christ. I am so happy to have met you today. And I am so honored to God that he blessed you to be my sister and my brother in Christ. I love you deeply and richly. Continue to be blessed in the things of God. You guys all remember what God says. Trust and have more faith in him, and you will not go wrong. God bless you. Continue to pray for me, my sisters and brothers in Christ, and I will continue to pray for you. You guys have a blessed and happy New Year's (laughs) through the year, okay? Until we meet again, this has been your sister Heavenly. Love you.
Bye.